Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning we'll be exhorting one another on some of the pillars of church. Hallelujah. This is going to be a going forward where we'll just share a little bit and about the pillars that we have in church. Hallelujah. How many of us remember what our pillars are in church? Pillars. There are four of them. Pillars. Worship. Hmm. Hmm? We have relationship. Let me start with that. Yes. Career and finance. Mm-hmm. Health. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So this morning, I'll be starting off by talking about one of our pillars, which is on relationship. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this morning, I'll be exhorting us on what I title building strong church relationships building strong church relationships can we go to mark chapter 8 verse 22 to 25 mark chapter 8 verse 22 to 25 and he cometh to bethsaida i'm reading from kjv and he cometh to bethsaida and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Hallelujah. Now this is an account of one of the miracles of Jesus when he healed a blind man. Now the critical thing we need to look at is that when Jesus first of all laid his eyes on the man, the man said, yes, I can see. But what I see is Men walking, but they are looking like trees. So trees are walking like men, or men are walking like trees. Now that is a dangerous place to be. And Jesus didn't say, okay, at all, at all. Nine bad, at least you are seeing something. You are seeing something. You know, sometimes we, we settle for less. We don't get the full benefit of what God has given unto us. But God wants us to have the full benefit. Hallelujah. He doesn't want to, us to have half measure. Praise God. Now, Jesus knew he was seeing partially, but that was not the best. And that was not where he was going. So he put his hands on the blind man again and made the healing to be complete. And the man now said, oh, now I can see. You may be wondering what has healing got to do with relationships. When we see men as trees, you can imagine seeing the person on your left and on your right as trees. Seeing maybe Sister Lola as a mango tree. 
or Brother Lawrence at an orange tree. Hallelujah. Now, what do you do with trees? You pick fruits from them by using stones. Is that not so? You see a ripe mango, your hand is not up to it in those days. Just carry one stone like this. And then the tree, the mango will fall. Sometimes you cut the branches without permission from the tree. You just cut the branches. Some people will use it as broom, especially the um, palm tree. They use it as broom. They just bring knife, bah, cut it, use it as broom. Some people will use it as cane. You've seen it before. Somebody is angry, can't, he can't, you know, lay his hands on anything. You just cut a tree, bah, 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 bah. remove the leaves. Even if the leaves are doing work for somebody else, benefiting other person, as far as he's concerned, his, most, his motive that time is, I need a cane. Or some people will just cut it and be playing with it. You know when you see those village, uh, village videos? You'll be seeing them, you'll be seeing branch of tree like this on the road. What is that? Abuse. Abuse. So when you see men as trees, you will stone them with your words. Irregardless of their feelings. You will cut them down to size with your scathing words, toxic words. Some, you will climb all over them because you want to get something. You will walk over them. Some, you will relate with them casually. You just cut, use, after you finish using the tree, discard anywhere. As long as they have met your purpose. So Jesus said, mm -mm, this is very dangerous. If I let this guy go, one day we just carry cutlass and cut. Because at that moment in time, he's angry. He's upset. Have you not seen it? You will see people over stupid reasons. A landlord stabbed the tenant because of, he didn't pay Agbale money. What's that? Police killed somebody because he didn't give him 50 naira. What's that? Why? Because you don't see them the way God sees them. So you don't appreciate them. I remember a story of a friend of mine whose sister just finished from NYSC after spending all that money on her. She came back home and on the very day she came home, she just dropped her bags and said, oh, let me go and see sister, their firstborn, who was married. That was the day she died. Because she unfortunately took a bus that the driver and the policeman were fighting over money and the, driver and the policeman shot into the bus and she was hit. Seeing men as trees. So Jesus had to restore his sight so that he can see men clearly that these are in the image and the likeness of Jehovah God. And so they must be treated with respect and honor. 
I pray today that God will open our eyes to see ourselves truly the way Jesus sees us. That we will not see ourselves as trees in Jesus' name. So how do you see your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ? Number one, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 16. Apostle Paul was talking here and he says, Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Verse 16 is talking about relationships. He says, yes, we have known Jesus after the flesh before. But we no longer know him after the flesh. And that's one of the reasons Jesus had problems with the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Nazarites, the people from his village. They knew he was. They knew where he started from. Even they said it in the Bible. Ah, is this not uh, Jesus? The brother of uh, John and uh, John, the sisters around there. We know his father and his mother. This one. Ah, this one is called his prophet. Hey, wait till Musa no go see for gates. This one. Where we say, we know, say, mm, you know, it's not Joseph, uh, mm, you know, it was an arranged uh, something. This one too is talking. Even if you are going to be a prophet, it's not that you'll be, you'll be a legitimate child. Illegitimate child too is talking. Ah, prophets. Hey, there's nothing people will not see you. And, that, and be, they became offended at him. The person that was doing miracles, blind eyes were seeing, dead were walking, dead were coming alive, crippled were walking. He could no longer, he couldn't do anything tangible except reinform me, I don't do me. I have a headache. My back is paining me since yesterday. If you can do something about it, I don't know, but uh, who knows? There's nothing God cannot use. Even use donkey, so maybe he can use you too. They couldn't get the benefits. They saw him like he was. They saw him as a normal guy on the streets. Hallelujah. And that way they couldn't get the benefits out of him. But Paul was now saying, we don't, we don't know him after the flesh. We don't know that anymore. We don't do that anymore. We see him the way he is. The son of the living God. And that's the same way we should see our brother. Don't see them based on your own idea. Ah, if not for church. <laughs> Shabir, I know when she got born again. Was it not that day that she was spitting, talking? Now she, she's saying she's head of department. Hmm. There's nothing kids you cannot do to people. Based on your idea, you look at the person and you sum the person up in Naira and Kobo and it's equal to 300,000 Naira. No more, no less. What good can come out of this? person says, I have your idea. You say, oh, you have an idea. You shouldn't have changed your status. You don't know them as men and women. You don't know them as men and women. We don't know them in their natural state. Because if you relate with them as men and women, you will make a mistake. Why do I say so? Men has come. 
Have you heard it before? Mm-hmm. And some people will relate with even their brother in the Lord as the same. Uh, man is man. Wearing So as a sister, if you are looking at that, that brother as a man, all men are men. All men are the same. You will relate with them after the flesh. And you will not get the best that God wants you to get out of them. You see women. Say, oh, all women. I mean, there was a day I was talking to a brother. And I was asking, I said, bro, look around. Why are you closing your eyes and walking? You are single. Who Is there no sister? I say, ah, Pastor Shadi. Ah, women. Women. They like money, and I'm not yet up to that. I don't have money. Ah, all that our sisters in Kisbicho, their eyes up like this. I say, ah, who told you that? Did you see how? You see, ah, don't you see the way they dress, the way they talk? Ah, hmm. Those ones. They're not my level, no. Let me just go and look for somebody outside that can assess me the way I, I was like, what? You are seeing them as men, as women. And so you won't get the best out of them. You will not. Hallelujah. Ah, women, they nag too much. Ah, I beg, it's better to live on the rooftop than to live with a woman that nags. Because that sister said one thing or the other, you pack her and put her inside the box and forget her. We don't know people after the flesh. Oh, women are useless. Gold diggers. Ah, they are, they are looking for your money. This one, that one. You better don't tell. Even in Christendom, they tell you to write next of king. You put your child there. Why? Ah, if anything happens to me, if she marry again, she will take all the money away. Really? Then you will now leave your child that is 11 years old with a burden of inheritance that he cannot avail until 21. The company will be using your money. They'll be spending the money. They'll be using it. They'll be using it. By the time it gets into the child and it's useless, it's devalued by 11 years. No, we know man after the flesh. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul was saying, don't relate with people after the flesh. Don't relate with them on their natural states. Don't relate with them on the state of class, gender, financial status. Christ unifies us. He unifies us. Thank God, that's why we don't have it. We don't have such a chair in this place. In some places they do have in Christendom. It's people that is sitting here when you are even coming in, they are looking at you. And the, it is the usher that will be looking at you. Okay. Line one to five. Okay. Let's put the person in the up, up. That's why you'll be seeing them. They are saying go up. You don't you, so that the camera will not catch you. Mm -hmm. They want to portray a very rich environment. So your grace will not allow us it will reduce our status. They will take you up to the gallery. Camera will catch you there. No, we don't man after the flesh. We don't relate ourselves, relate with ourselves based on that. Have you heard the, the saying, those who are rich are proud? Have you heard it before? Rich people are very proud. You've not seen a poor, proud man. That one was past. 
Hallelujah. You already have stereotypes. When somebody is rich, he says he must be proud. He wears what he says, he's proud. He says, no, 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 I don't like that. He says, it's because he's proud. No. That's your estimates. That's your estimation based on your relations, based on your, you know, your past, what is happening around you. We don't know men after the flesh. We don't. We shouldn't relate with ourselves based on that. Singles are, you know, in the corner. They don't, when married people are talking, what do you know? We're talking married life here, you are talking. I thought that Apostle Paul wasn't married, but he talked about married life. But in our days, if a single person should just put on the talk, subject of marriage like this, all the married people will look at us and say, ah, 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 what's going on here? Eh? Not say we will not go see you. Single, they give us advice, say, what's your experience? Yet, Apostle Paul was talking with authority on marriage. Hallelujah. Let they speak. I was advising my auntie when I was a teenager on marriage. I was a teenager. I wasn't even, I, they shouldn't even be, I shouldn't be calculating myself in marriageable age, self. There's a wisdom of God. Divorce people cannot breathe. Let the divorce breathe. He said, if you know so much, then why did you keep your home? <laughs> don't teach me nonsense, yo. You don't know the situation that led to that. And that's one of the reasons why we are talking about demystifying singleness, marriage, and divorce. If you are not here, you are not anywhere. Be there. Come and learn. You think marriage is just there are some people in their mind, marriage is a contract, but they will tell you it's a covenant. Which is out of the abundance of their heart that we locate them that it is contract. So it's not saying hey, because the Bible says a covenant, it says a covenant. Hey, let's come, come and hear. I'm inviting all of you here. Please be there. August 16. That's the place to be. 11. Ah, hey, Father God, don't you surpass away? Oh, all this have become you. I will not go back in Jesus' name. Amen. September 16 is the date. 11 a.m. sharp. Praise God. But what we're talking about is you don't relate with people like that. You don't relate with people based on where they are. Natural state. We are not. If any man is in Christ, is a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are new. Hallelujah. So how should I relate with my brother or my sister in Christ? How does God want us to see them? Number one, we are all one in Christ. Romans chapter 3 verse 27 to 28. It says, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Therefore, there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. So we see ourselves in the light of what God has brought us together. And that is Jesus. Some of us are in the same department. We're in the same ministry team. We're in the same fellowship. We are one in Christ. That's what brings us together. 
as that blind man, I should not be seeing you as three. It will hinder me. And it will not allow me to walk in love towards you. That's why you can have people that say, hey, I'm leaving this church because your brother offended you. How many times has your boss said to you and he's not the owner of the company yet he did not resign? Hallelujah. So you punish the head of the church because of an employee. How many of us do that? Your manager talks rubbish to you. Is it the one that employed you? No. Did you leave the office? No. Why? Because of Naira and Kobo. Things that will, that are not. But a brother offends you in church. You carry it. Say, ah, kiss the church. They are very arrogant. Who offended you? One. I'm leaving. Because we are poor. Why are you still poor? After all that, you are learning from here. But that shouldn't be the reason. You see him as a brother, you see him as a sister, you relate with them on that basis. We are one in Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's no rich nor poor. We are one. Your pain is my pain. Your suffering is my suffering. Your joy is my joy. You are a part of me as much as I'm a part of you. They cannot tell the history of Kingsley Church without you and me together. I remember one sister when I was in the, uh, was in the university. Ah! She was from one particular church. Mm, very, ah, one holy girl. I mean, I wear trousers to class. I told her, I said, hmm. when I want to leave for a job, I said, sister, you know what I'm praying to God? Eh? We're going to live on the same street in London. Oh, ma, in, in, in heaven. Ma, for you, Eri. Because you are stuck with me. There's no way we are going. Only next street, we're going to live there together. I'm a part of you. You're a part of me. There's no way they will talk about Chris Kingsville Church negatively that it, not, that it will impact you and it not impact me. You can't say, oh, me, I'm Kingsville Church, Church 252. Number two way we should see ourselves as God's children. John chapter 1 verse 11 to 12 says, He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become the children of God. To those who believe in his name. You are a child of God. I'm a child of God. That's our denominator. That's, that's so I'm not here in this church because I'm a pastor. I'm here because I'm a child of God. Primarily. Primarily. Irrespective of your title or achievements. The greatest of all achievements is that you are a child of God. Is that not so? You can be anything if you are not a child of God. Everything will end here. So we have to relate based on that. If we call ourselves the children of God, then we means that to an extent we know God. Is that not so? We know God. He's our father. It's like having a child of a big personality come into a place. You can imagine if, I don't want to call names, but maybe a big person comes in with his children. You know, say, oh, guys, you I know. And you sit in front. I don't know about your children. Your children can sit at the back. Eh? He will tell you, you cannot do that. You can't dishonor my child. My child is a part of me. Is that not so? 
So you call yourself a child of God, but you dishonor is, is another child. You honor your father, but you dishonor his child. How dare you? They can't take me somewhere to go and, to, to go and do anything. Whether I'm minister or I'm going somewhere and then I take Tisha, as small as she is, you not tell her to come and sit down at, at the gate. Say, well, all right. I will tell you, that's my child. No. The honor you bestow on me, you bestow on my child. So you cannot call God your father and dishonor his child. Hallelujah. Irrespective of the title you carry, we need to calm down. And really see that brother as a child of God. See that sister as a child of God. See them the way God sees them. It's not about title. If they don't call you doctor, brother is enough. Are you not a brother? Are you a sister? I remember many years ago, somebody who I knew from school, you know, we related from school. In Muritala Mohammed way. She saw me and she said, Oh, Shadi, uh, Sister Shadi, how are you? And another person that saw was angry on my behalf. Yeah! Pastor Shadi, how will you, I will not take that. Why would you call me sister? I said, I'm a brother. Leave me. Leave her and my relationship. It's not your own. She's my sister. That's, you don't know where we're coming from. There's some people that call my husband Paulo. Some of you will be angry with holy anger if you hear it. But that's their relationship. We need to honor God's child. The same honor you give your father, give it to that your brother. The same honor you give your father, give it to that your sister. Because that is how God expects us to relate with one another. We are God's children. That person beside you is your brother. That person beside you is your sister. When somebody dishonors, then you rise up in only anger and say, No! You don't do that to my sister. He said, I see your blood sister. Ah, the blood that holds us together is bigger than the blood, the natural blood. It's the blood of Christ. I honor that blood. I respect that blood. I give regard to that blood. So that person bought with that blood is precious in my sight. You don't treat them anyhow. In my presence, I will fight. If you like, put me on social media. Pastor fighting, I will defend it with full chest. They dishonored my brother. It is unacceptable to me. So it's not by money. Money will perish. It's not by title. Title will go. It is by the blood. So we need to respect each other. We esteem each other. We honor each other. We regard each other. We defer to each other. And when we do that, the love between us will be strong. The devil will not have a place among us. Gossip will die. Rivalry will perish. Jealousy will have no place. Why? Because we are one. There will be no schism amongst us. There will be no rich, no poor. No black, no white. No married, no single. No divorced. We are one. They see us, they will, they will, they will just seek in the church. We will speak the same language. We will act the same way. We will defend each other when necessary. Does it mean we will not correct each other? No, but we will correct in love. The correction will be sweet because the person knows that you are coming from a position of what? Love. So when you give it to the person, say, ah, I 
Papa to say, ah, that's his stamina. That's our family matter, please. Don't get involved. Hallelujah. That's where God wants us to get to. And I pray that the Lord will help us. In Jesus' name. Amen.